Good morning, everyone. I am so excited to be here. Hello, how you all doing? Good Erev Shabbos. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am thrilled to see you, ZK. It has been a whole week. I've done, I'm going to, by the time I'm done before Rosh Hashanah, we'll do four straight shows. I hope that everyone uh, has been tuning in and catching up because we've had a lot of fun in the studios. How crazy were those things last week that we made? Those Arias? I made them last night for dinner finally in, in, uh, in my house. So uh, lots of cooking going on at this time. For those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating it, um, eating at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. Um, I run chop competitions. I'm a two-time book author and I love traveling the whole world, but I want to hear about your experiences too. So... If you eat, ate somewhere cool or made something delicious, email me. This should be conversation, Naomi at nachamsegal.com. And I'd love to hear about all your exciting food adventures. A um, couple of housekeeping notes that we need to take care of, guys. Do you remember two weeks ago we had the Wall Street guys? Um, did I say, yeah, Wall Street Grill? They were on the show, right? And we did a giveaway. Well, it is time to announce that giveaway. You have a drum roll for me, ZK? I'm thinking that we should get the drum roll on. He's looking for it. What have we got? I've got applause. Okay, we'll do applause. Okay. Guys, my, my guess maybe we'll do the drum rolls, okay? Vic and Shachar, they're going to be my drum roll. And the winner is for dinner for two at Wall Street Grill is Ruvain Brick. That is really exciting. When I saw his name, when I pulled out his name, I was so happy because, number one, he told me it's his wife's, at his, his, he and his wife's sixth wedding anniversary, but they're really big fans of the Nachum Signal Network. They love Nachum, very supportive of Table for Two. And I was like, wow, that was amazing. So um, congratulations, Ravain. Um, You know how to reach me, and I will uh, we'll get that out to you. So Wall Street Grill, one of my favorite Manhattan restaurants. So go check it out. It's a destination restaurant and they will be open on Sukkot, which is really cool. They have the most magnificent rooftop balcony that you can eat at. So definitely put that on your list. Call soon to make a reservation. I thought it was nice to get them in our shadow because I was so generous. Okay, now let's switch to Miami Beach because I spent a lot of time in Miami about 10 days ago. Um, I was on book tour for the Jewish Book Council. I did three demos down in Florida. So I just uh, shout out to my friend Michelle Sacker, uh, Miami Food Yenta on Instagram. And uh, she took me around with some of the great crew that's down there, Srilly Cooks. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to leave someone else. Diana from The Funny Side of Life. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and Josh Schwartz, uh, Chassid and Hipster, or he's, um, or he's also known as uh, Josh Schwartz on Instagram. And they took me around. We ate at so many insane restaurants. Um, if you do follow me on Instagram, you'll see. Um, but we ate at a restaurant called Sammy Susu. Guys, what you do is you, it's a real Israeli restaurant. Um, everyone there speaks Hebrew. There's like Israeli memorabilia all over the wall. and you order, It's like modern Israeli cuisine. As they clear up your meal, it's time for dessert. You have to get this dessert, guys. They, they wash the table down. They put down brown paper. Then they come running at you with music and start dumping dessert all over the table. It's like a show and it ends up with about 10 desserts, 10 different desserts. It was four of us all over the table. Like they painted on the table with custard and it was, it was amazing. So go check out Sammy Susu. It was brilliant. Uh, we went to Harbour Bistro for lunch, Grand Cafe um, in Fort Lauderdale, the Grove Supermarkets. Uh, Josh Watts just took it over and uh, the food department and he's going to, well, it's all food because it's a supermarket, <laughs> but help managing um, the takeout as well. And he gave me a tour of a couple of them because um, I kind of call them like the gourmet glut of uh, Miami's. They have a few locations all over the place, so um, kind of like gourmet glut. So uh, I went there and, of course, so Grand Cafe Grove. Did I say Tasty Beach? Tasty Beach is my favorite. Big thank you to Jeremy for sh showing us all your incredible food that you have going on there. So, um just if you are down in Florida and you are, I know it's only Rosh Hashanah, you are thinking about winter break. Um, 
book, make reservations. Does not hurt. Fuegos, um, uh, Fuegos is another favorite of mine, and uh, Soho um, Grill in. I want to say Aventura. I don't know what that is. I don't know my area so well. Crudo Fish. It's a fish shop that also has Pokebells. So many great places in that whole strip. The, the Carrot, um, Rab, Rabico, Rabica. Rab, no, that's, am I saying it right? No, I think that's in Teaneck. Also a good place. Any case, the Rustigo. Rustico, sorry, was Rustigo. So both R's and Dairy. Um, so if you are down in Florida or Teaneck, there you go. Um, go check out all those restaurants. We have an amazing lineup. For you today, we have three incredible guests, um, three people that have crossed my paths in the last two months, some even sooner than that. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna introduce everyone, then we're going to interview one at a time, and then we'll all come together for chit-chat. Okay, so you guys know that I'm doing a birthright trip, well, um, staffing a birthright trip around Hanukkah time, and registration is still open, so I'd like to welcome on the trip the... Are you the head director of uh, Israel Free Spirit with the OU? R- recruitment manager. Recruitment manager, Shachar Avraham. Hello, how are you? Excellent. Glad to be here. I'm very excited to have you. It's fun being in the studio, right? Oh, yeah. He walked in. He's like looking at all the memorabilia on the walls and stuff. Very nice. Okay, so I've also got um, in the house, I've got Nicholas Cron from Vi- Vicron. I said Very it right. Good. Well done. Well, I, okay, he's he's got a really cool accent himself. We'll talk about that. He's um he was on my Instagram yesterday for whoever caught that my Instagram stories. We're gonna have a great time talking about. Uh, I'm gonna leave them hanging a surprise you because you, I was blown away by this. Uh, what 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 we're gonna talk about? And then of course I have where are we? Rabbi David Prado. There you are at the end. Uh, it, it was hard getting in this morning, right? Um a. a Car hit a train at whatever the price of living in New Jersey, I think. Uh, it, 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 by the way, um, I live in five towns and Nick lives in Great Neck, and it took us an hour and a half to get here. Where are you? Uh, I just came from downtown. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you'd be quiet. He could have walked in. Did you walk here from the OU? No, that would be quite a trek. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's about I ended a mile up taking a, a ride share, but. Uh, okay, good, good. Yeah. yeah, there was insane traffic. Welcome to working. Bike. Yeah, right? City bike. Okay, City Bike. And we will be talking about City, uh, Torrin City. Yeah, we'll be talking about there City Field in a couple of minutes for the OU. About, this, about this the Sunday. commute to Queens this okay. Sunday. This right. Sunday. You should know I was on Jame in the AM Thursday morning. We're recording this on Thursday. Yes, I'm doing this on a Thursday, guys. Usually if I pre-record, it's a Wednesday, but today I'm doing it on a Thursday. Nachum had me on Jame in the AM this morning. Uh, he was in Gotta Get a Bagel in Woodmere, and we spoke about the event. So we got lots of shout-outs. Love um, okay, great. I still have to finish signing up. <laughs> okay. All right, Chaka, talk to me about Birthright. When did the OU get involved with Birthright? Since its inception. Uh, which was what? how many years ago? Approximately 20 years ago when Birthright Israel was uh, established. Okay, can you tell us a little bit of history about Birthright? Sure, okay. Um, birthright... How it got formed from the top. Well, I can't go so much into the history of Birthright, but I'll tell you a little bit more about the trips that we run and... Um, Specifically about Israel Free Spirit. Okay, birthright. that's what we want to Israel Free Spirit. Yeah. Okay. So Israel Free Spirit Birthright is one of the trip organizers that part that is in partnership with Birthright Israel to run official birthright trips. Right. Now birthright also means Taglit, right? The organization is Taglit Birthright Israel. Okay. And under them are uh, a number of different organizations and institutions that partner with Birthright Israel and operate official trips. Okay. Yep, so Israel Free Spirit Birthright, which is affiliated with the OU, the Orthodox Union, has been around since Birthright Israel's inception. And we run these... Which started? In 1999. And we run these life-changing trips, anywhere from seven to ten days, taking Jews of all backgrounds from North America to Israel for just an incredible experience. And, um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. I personally have staffed a number of trips, and, uh, yeah... People have, there's been Shiduchim made on. Yes, there have been. <laughs> Quite a few Shiduchim. Okay. So um, t- let's talk about the specific one, the one that I'm going to be staffing about food. When did you first start food trips? Uh, a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, I don't remember the exact season, but uh, it's, it's one of the most popular trips. Okay. As you can um, imagine, everybody loves uh, food and just seeing the culture in Israel. So. Okay, so it's a food and culture. I staffed one with my husband in 2015. 
was considered like a regular birthright. You have to be in an Orthodox trip. They don't always have, you know, not everybody's there because, as we said, all walks of life. And I'm actually, we're still in touch with all our kids. That is awesome. Uh, kids, you know, young adults. Some of them were kids right out of high school, all the way through 25, 26 at the time. Um, and we are like, we hear all the good news. Sometimes there's bad news, but we're, we're still in touch. It's a really nice thing. It's great. Okay, so tell me, t- tell us a little bit more about the trip, about the Chaylin that join and all that. Sure. So just a little bit more about the trip itself. Um, each trip has a very similar um, itinerary in which we're hitting all the hot spots throughout the country, and you're going north, south, east, west, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem to the north in the, in the Golan Heights, seeing beautiful sights, uh, even going on the border of Syria and Lebanon, and going as far south as the Bedouin tents, which are uh, a little bit south of Be'er Sheva. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that's... Uh... I was. We were there in <laughs> August, and it was hot like anything. But at night, it gets kind of chilly. Yeah, know? it was fun. I, I got to sleep in a... In a in you a slept house. in the tent? No, no, no. I, I, I got a house. In the staff like, house. In the staff yes. house. Yes. Yeah, I think after 40, you get a staff I don't th- house. I don't think many participants know that the staff have like their own staff house. <gasps> yeah, shh, don't, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Um, okay. But in, in regards to the Chayalim, they're um, at a, a certain Chayalim soldiers, they join as birthright participants for a certain number of days of the trip. It's typically around five days, and they become integrated into the trip. So essentially, um, being participants, um, they get to meet these Americans, and the Americans obviously get to meet them. And it's really incredible for them, for both sides, to learn about what it means to be Jewish, both in Israel and coming from the United States. And and I think not many American young adults really know what a chayal, who's 19, what do our 19-year-old boys and girls go off and do in America? They go to college, they get a job. In Israel, they go off to the army. And it's really eye-opening for it, them. Right, because like, what do you mean you're not partying in college? You're on the front lines. Right, right. And for them, it's really eye-opening because they're meeting a soldier. And they realize and learn very quickly that they're just like them. They're the same right. age. They want to have fun. And, um, you know, they have similar interests. And one of the most fun things that we do um, is a little... So when the Israelis come, that's called Mifgash. Like, we meet them, right? That's what the program is called, the Mifgash program. I remember so that. So some trips, at least the ones that I've done... In order, in a way, as a way to prep for the Israelis coming, um, we do a little prep activity in which we split our group up. And this is before the Israelis come, so we split the group into, let's say, five different groups, and we give each of them a name of an Israeli who's going to come, and we tell them a little bit about their interests because we received that information before, okay. and we tell them, "Here's a poster board. Here's some markers. Just, just draw them," and. The pictures are hilarious. They're joy, and they don't know if they're male or female. We don't tell them. We're just like, here's what they're into, and they do make the, a poster board. They just make a little like picture. They draw them, and then at the end of the Mifgash program, let's say after the five days that they've joined us, we do a closing ceremony with them, and um, we actually we have this surprise where we show each group comes up and shows the Israelis that like who, what they thought they were, what they thought they looked like before. And it's hilarious. Everybody's cracking up because over those five days, you, really you got to, to know, know them. And then, one, you know? one day on birthright is like a week. Oh, yeah. It feels like a oh, week. Oh, yeah. It's you very sleep, intense. You don't it's sleep. Awesome. It, yeah. You're making friends for a lifetime. Friends for a lifetime. I, 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 I absolutely loved it. And it's so cool. Do you know, like, um, you want to tell everyone what certain things from birthright are mandated. Every birthright trip goes to several like several as besides the hotspots that you were talking about several things of Yad Vashem and the Kotel Yad Vashem um really the Kotel is the one is the one location that is mandatory um all itineraries are really subject to change but we go to places like Yad Vashem and and other I remember we went to Independence Hall Masada Independence Hall which I think is under construction right now no way so I I I, my last trip didn't go I've been to Israel many times over the last whatever, how many years old I am. Um, and there was a first time when I went on my birthday trip that I went to Independence Hall. First time. Yeah, I'd never, it was, it's not, it wasn't always open. Um, so I think once they opened it and they started using it, I guess they needed to upgrade it. Yeah. But it was really cool. Independence Hall is in Tel Aviv and it's where they signed the Declaration right. of Independence. 
I walked into that room and you just felt 2,000 years of history. Just this is happening right now. We are sealing the deal. This is back to ours. And it was amazing. It was an incredible experience. And and something unique about um, our niche trips, like one of the ones that you're running, the foodie culture trip, is that, again, the itinerary is pretty much the same. But throughout the trip um, or throughout the itinerary, there are, I'd say, two to three excursions or activities that are unique to the trip. So, for example, um, typically the foodie culture trip will do a tour of the food market in Tel Aviv or Jerusalem, like specifically a food tour. They'll go, they'll they'll visit uh, a winery. Um, and they'll do fun things like that that are, you know, to the niche. You know, to the right. And what other niche tri- trips are there for IFS? We run a multitude of different trips for Jews of different backgrounds, okay. but also people of different interests. So obviously the foodie culture trip. Uh, we run um, an arts and entertainment trip for people who are interested in music, art, entertainment, theater. And those also will have their own activities and excursions specific to those trips. Um, something really unique to us also as a trip organizer is that we run trips for people in recovery from drug addiction um, and from other um, addictions and um, people who are, who are in recovery. And that's something that's unique to us. Uh, so for people who are in those situations, they that's very nice. have a trip for them. And we also have special needs trips as well, which we run through Yachad, Yachad. in partnership with Yachad, Yachad. and and trips uh, for people who are uh, medically um, disabled as well, uh, called the Yala. Oh, my friend, my friend Elisheva Gans. Do you know her? I, don't know. I th- may have heard. We're of playing name. Jewish geography here. She actually <laughs> lives right here on the Lower East Side. Shout out to Elisheva. Um, yeah, so she she does the Yala trip for birthright. Yeah. But these are really incredible opportunities for people. We 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 really want to give everybody the opportunity to experience Israel, no matter your background. And we try and cater to everybody. What is the point of birthright? I really? think people are like what? What's birthright? Like, what is birthright, Israel? Like, why did these guys start it? I'd say I'd say it's because they want they want Jewish people from around the world to connect and strengthen their relationship with their Jewish identity, as well as with the state of Israel, and the, if if not their local Jewish community, the global Jewish community, really establishing that uh, greater connection. You know, when when this is a, a story that really struck with me when I was I was uh, leading our staffing our birthright trip. We were in the Gush, um, uh, Gush Etzion, um, twenty minutes from Yerushalayim. Um, we had stopped on Derech uh, Derech Hebron, not Derech Hebron. <laughs> uh, Derech Havot. Derech Thank you, Rabbi. Um, Derech Havot, and and then because we had a religious trip, right? So we we were sitting there with our with our campus staff, uh, uh, kids, right? The participants. Participants, there you go. Looking for the right word. I work in camps. I'm still used to saying campus. Camp was only last month. And I was saying, see that mountain there? See that trail? That's where Avraham walked with Yitzchak to the Akedah. If you're watching me on the uh, YouTube channel, you'll actually see me point like I'm pretending there's a mountain there. Like, that's where Avraham walked. This is history right here, right now. Your... Right, connecting Connection. them with their Jewish heritage. You guys, most of them were Brooklyn kids. I'm like, Avenue J, what was there before in Brooklyn? I love Avenue J. Don't get me wrong. I love Brooklyn. But what was there before? Not Avraham Avinu. Right there, Avraham walked. You learn about this every single year in Parsha, in Chumash, you know, and, and, and there it is right there. And it was, they were like, ah. And here, that's when Shaul anointed David on that rock, you know, when you do the tunnel tour. You know, like, they were, like, blown away. And these are kids who grew up learning Torah. Right. You know, so I found that very – that was my ta- a big take-home for me. Uh, even, you know, I was a big grown-up. I had four kids at the time, and I thought that was a big take-home for me. Um, okay, cool. So let's talk about how one signs up for birthright. Sure. Take it away. So they can go – so you have a special referral link. Yes, I do. And we're running that promotion. There it is. I have it all here. We're running that promotion, which actually ends today, right? Today. When you're, yeah. when you're listening to this, today. Okay. Friday, right? You take it. So uh, remind me your link. I think it's israelfreespirit.com slash Naomi. Forward slash Naomi. If you go to that link, you can register for Birthright Israel with Israel Free Spirit. You can see all of our trips. That trip will specifically um, – select the foodie culture trip um because you're promoting it um yeah and basically you'll see the application you'll sign up you'll fill in uh some basic info and then our team will just follow up with you right but the the giveaway we have the giveaway which ends Ah. today i think that's where we're going yes 
you can still sign up even after. Yes, today. that is that is correct. So <laughs> right, but you we're, we're doing again. Anyone who signs up for my trip through Naomi's through link. my link, you you could win a free perfect flavors. That's correct. Okay, so that ends this afternoon at what did we say? Yeah, we have. At 12 p.m. We're at Friday, 9.20 at 12 p.m. Shachar gave me very specific notes. Okay, great. So they can do that, and then they can sign up to Israel, come on a free trip to Israel. I think you have to put down a little money. That's right. There, that. there is a trip deposit of $250. However, it is completely refundable. After the successful conclusion of a trip, you get it back. Everybody gets the money back. And, yeah, it's awesome. So yeah. it is it is completely free. Uh, uh, unreal. It, it really is. It's, 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 an, it's an incredible organization. And just the whole movement. It's awesome. Okay. So, guys, get on that birthright trip. Um, and if even if you – just talk about the qualifications. You can't sure. have gone to Israel. Sure. So, there are some eligibility requirements in order to go on the trip. The most basic one is that you have to be Jewish. Um, next, you have to be between 18 and 32. Naomi's trip, Naomi's trip is specifically for people between 19 and 25, I believe. And – That's what you wrote. If you've done a trip and or if you if you've been to Israel before on an organized program, um, how that's defined will depend on what that program was. And in your application, you'll indicate what type of program you went on and you'll give more detail. So um, even if you've been to Israel before on an organized program, there is a chance that you could go with Birthright Israel for free again. So I highly recommend. ZK signing up. I highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the website, <laughs> israelfreespirit.com forward slash Naomi. Check it out. Sign up for Israel Free Spirit Birthright. We have trips not only in the winter, but also in the summer. And if you're interested in summer trips, let's say, for example, you can't go this winter, you can still go this summer. We have trips from May throughout throughout the whole summer, from May to from May to August. So That's that's great. So um, you can even register now for those trips. I'm actually happy that I'm doing a, a winter trip because I already did a summer trip. So I'm going to see a whole different vibe, which I'm re- really looking forward to. Winter in What? Got to bring a windbreaker. Yeah, that, it, I don't mind. Winter in Israel is still gorgeous. It's still right. warm. You, can, but you yeah, have so to get light, A light jacket. Yeah, yes. light jacket. It, yeah, it could rain. And yeah. Be, yeah, but it was nothing like that <laughs> summer heat of 2015. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Shaka, for having us. Um, I hope to see everyone signing up. I'm just going to put Rabbi Prado over here, and then we'll talk at the end. Um, Yeah, you're going to switch seats. Yeah, you're going to switch watch, or you can go back. And and, and one last thing. Well, I can actually give it to you. That's why. One last thing, Naomi. I have some swag for you. Uh, you, Everybody knows I love my swag. So if you're watching this, you can see the swag. Okay. Okay, and maybe if you get on the trip, you can also get some swag. So first off, we have a travel pouch, ah. which you can use for cosmetics or anything, oh, really. Oh, okay, good, great. Classic Israel Free Spirit Birthright water, water bottle. Because in Israel, even in the winter, you got to hydrate. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We have a reusable solo cup. Oh, this is cute. <laughs> More so, maybe, maybe for the college kids. There you go. <laughs> and... Yeah. Oh, and we also have a complimentary OU pocketbook for you. Uh, oh, planner, fantastic! If you want. Yes. Excellent. Does it have? Is there Hashem's name in here? Yes. Okay. Cool. I just want to make sure I treat it respectfully. Don't just yes. chuck it in my bag. Absolutely. Okay. Amazing. Shaka, thank you so much. It was nice to meet you in person. We've been talking a lot the last couple of weeks. Same so. here. Thank you. All right. We look forward to it. another successful birthright trip. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Well done. Um, you guys can probably cab back to the office together. <laughs> I'm making shidduchim here for cab rides. Hello, Rabbi. What do you need? The the and no, cool. That's just for me. Do that's just for you. No, what are you talking Rabbi, about? Rabbi, you can here. have a set. Do you want? Do I you just, want a set. I, you can take a set. It just it take it, a set. You, I mean, you're gonna be in a studio. I know, and especially right? this one. You can all put. Here it we on. go. I have actually really. <laughs> plug it in too. Oh, you can plug steps. it in. There you go. I should have terrible hearing, so I this make guarantees me good hearing. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Hi. How are you? Fine. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for having. This, this is our first me. time actually meeting, meeting in person. face to face. I know it's a big a reunion here, like a yeah, I know meeting meet up. I um, missed his ride share. I had to be on my own. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you had quite a ride getting in here this morning. Um, it's just the price of living in New Jersey. But, yeah, right. Uh, but we're here, thank God. Okay, in New York ha- City. how's it going? How's everything going for the Sunday prep? Amazing. We are three days, twenty hours out from the. Big event. Big event. Yeah, We've been uh, preparing for months. How many How many years have you guys been doing that? Oh, you've been running this? Torah New York is in year three. This okay. is the third year. It talk, started. Us, 
talk about the inception. Yeah. Yeah. So it started. <clears throat> it was the vision of the uh, current president of the OU, Moish Bain, who just thought that, why don't we do this? Why don't we get? No one's done this. No one's gotten the full breadth and expanse of of luminary scholars and teachers under one roof for a full day of Torah learning. There are there's certainly you know, events like it. And, and this, of course, is so different in so many ways than Siyam Shas, which is also is a, is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Uh, he said, let's do this, and you'll, you'll come here, and thousands of people will come and feel like they walked away. Like, I heard a great shear. I heard an amazing shear. And it's like basically like a week before Rosh Hashanah, the time that we want to immerse ourselves in And that's Torah. what, I mean, the, the timing is really auspicious, so... For uh, Ashkenazim who are beginning Slichos this Saturday night, you can go to Slichos, you can be inspired, and if you walk away and you're like, what am I going to do with this inspiration or with this guilt? No judgment, either way. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? You know, you could just like sit on it, maybe you can eat your guilt, some people do that, or you could say, I'm going to channel it into a day of learning Torah. I think it's amazing. And people are probably thinking that this is a radio show. It's loud? Is it too loud? I know, I can't, there's no feedback actually into the headphones. Oh, okay. ZK's like, oh, it's, he, he, he it's good. To, he wants to wear the headset to look cool. The headset, <laughs> it's all about looking cool. Right, you got the microphone in front. I of have me. a, I have a we'll face for radio, so yeah. I. I <laughs> well, well, we actually do have a camera right here. All right, so you're right. actually on. I'm going to be a normal person now. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's talk. <laughs> you know, they're probably thinking, Nami, you do a food show. Why are you talking about, you know, Torah? Torah, because we always talk about Torah. Torah is in our food. We make brachas in our food, right? So every holiday, every yeah, every day, every shahakol on the coffee, yeah, um, it revolves around food. There's the first temple. bracha of the day, right after, <laughs> before davening, I have my shahakol coffee and then I go to shacharit, <laughs> um, david in the morning. But um, so I got so a it, phone call from I think the first phone call from Rabbi Freeman. You heard of Freeman? Um, that's he, right. He made the introduction. Just me, we want to have the foodies at the OU City Field Torah, and I'm like, me. What, what am I going to be able to do there? Like, I'm not really Rebertson. Um, don't have, I don't know if I'll be able to give anything over. So then quasi now, right? Quasi, right? Yeah, my husband just did get me. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah there you go. I start but calling that's, you uh, Rebertson. Re, yeah, it's, that's all him. He's amazing. At this, at, you know, at our age to be able to go back to Yeshiva and work and learn is, it was amazing that he that's did really that. beautiful Did thing. it with my son-in-law. Um, so... We, we had to come up with a good chap. I said, if I'm going to be there, it's got to be, it's a day of Torah. Like, people aren't really interested in cooking. Let's put the two together. Let's do a halacha shir about cooking on yontif and, and cooking on Shabbos and all the things that can go wrong because we want to get better at what we're doing. We want to learn. So we came That's up with exactly the idea. That's exactly it. So, the, right. So we were just, from the inception to now, the inception was, let's let's do this. If our if if the OU is going to have a marquee event, a physical event where people show up, it's got to reflect in some really profound way. What is our community's core value? If you dig down, like what is it we're going to celebrate as a community when we get together? And then the answer to that was Torah. If we get we gather around Torah. The, we want the event of the year that's going to be awesome, that's fun, with something for everybody that you're going to walk away from, you're going to have great memories from, pictures from, at, an event about Torah. And now this is my first year running the uh, ah. running the show. And we said, if this is a day about Torah, so shiurim are definitely Torah. There's no question shiurim are Torah. But Torah is more than shiurim. How can we highlight and elevate and celebrate Torah in every aspect of everything we do? So that, we do a heck of a lot of cooking. I certainly do a heck of a lot of eating. Um, <laughs> I do and, both. And the good people in my life accommodate me by doing the cooking. Um, I made my own omelet this morning, though. Oh, <laughs> good. I'm so happy. My husband got breakfast and lunch made by moi. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we do we do a heck of a lot of eating. Torah is part of that. So yeah. that's that's what we're showcasing is yours truly. Yours truly is me. So you. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Naomi's going to do a cooking demo, but it's not just a cooking demo because no. you can go elsewhere for a cooking demo. Tour in New York, you come for a cooking demo that's a sheer. Uh, Rabbi Gerson from OU Kosher is going to co-present. We're going to co-present a sheer. I'm going to talk about all the things that can go right or wrong on cooking on Shabbos and Yontif. That's, and, you know, if you're coming to prepare for, for Yontif, so you're, you're coming to Shiorim, a lot of people also think, how am I going to cook? And hopefully people are thinking, like, when I'm cooking on Yom Tov, what, is, what do I have to know? What, how is it different from Shabbos? What is it? 
What what is it that my mother never taught me? What is it that I don't know? What can I improve on? Right. Oh, so many little things. I was somewhere um, in Israel on Shabbos and someone was making a salad and they were cutting something up that I knew that I didn't do because of tochen, right? Grinding. You can't cut up parsley so small because of grinding. We don't grind it, right? right? So I'm like thinking, she's pretty from. She probably, you know. That's what she's talking about? She, yeah, she, she, she didn't make she, it up. No, she didn't, like, she She just didn't realize, you know. So oh. I think that, like, it's it's really interesting to to think that, you know, like, we don't know everything yet. And, you know, that, that we're a young person. But, sure. you know, if there's always room to grow. There's always room to learn. I like to think you're coming to this event to learn and grow. So we came up with this really cool idea. We haven't even met yet in person, <laughs> Robert Gerst and I, but we've spoken. And you know what Art Scroll did? I printed out recipe cards for the recipes that I'll be demoing. I wrote on the back of the card um, some recipes from my book that will be perfect for Rosh Hashanah because, you know, my book's called Perfect Flavors. So we called it Perfect for Rosh Hashanah. And we have a coupon code at the back for anybody who uh, – what did we call it? Torah, I think, is the coupon code. And then people can get Perfect Flavors with free shipping if they don't have it already. And I'll also be selling them there. Yes. So, so stock your library. Get yeah, ready. Yeah, stock your library with Art Scroll and OU Books and all, all the good stuff. And stock your kitchen full of uh, delicious spices. Yeah. So so it's going to be like, who else is presenting? Oh, my goodness. I mean, we have a, uh, if you if you head over to the website at TorahNY.org, we have a very full stack of speakers. Um, I'm almost scared to run through a mental list of names because okay, I'm going you, to. <laughs> you can leave some out. It's okay. I mean, not, not you're human. You know, we can't remember uh, everything. Just uh, off the top well, of your of, head. Uh, our plenary speakers of Aaron Lopiansky, which is very exciting. He's uh, he released a, a book recently. He's been really elevated in the community. Biosu uh, Tzvi Ramon coming from Israel. Oh, nice. Uh, Dr. Jeffrey Wolf, Dr. Wiskin, uh, Shawnee Terrigan. Okay. Um, Sivan Rahav Meir is, uh, is a a uh, returning fan fave, and she's actually on Shlichut for the entire year here in America. Oh, really? Her and her husband, yeah. Where are they? World Mizrahi ah. Shlichim to North America. She's in the five towns, isn't she? I think she's based somebody in the five towns. Somebody just told me that she's here? Yeah. Somebody, I think they house-swapped. Ah, somebody just told me about her, and I should have her over for a meal. I can't remember who told me. Ha. Well, I'll, I'm Someone happy to would, make an intro yeah, make on intro. Sunday. Yes, yes, you'll make an intro. Someone said she's going to be in the five towns. She is, and Speak I'll tell you a crazy her. story. For those of us, uh, you know, with our our eyes to the east, uh, Israeli elections for the second time this year right. happened this week. Okay, and Bibi's... We don't know yet. We still don't know. No one knows. Uh, okay. It's highly contentious. There's, there's a move towards a unity government, but I don't know if this is that kind of show. Yeah. Want, yeah, no, we, <laughs> no, political we reflections. <laughs> I want to know. Wait, you want to hear a funny story? I love I, funny stories. I met Bibi, and okay. I was on the Jewish Media Summit in November. Okay. I, there was a whole bunch that's very, of- That's very hoity-toity. It was. Elitist. Nah, not at all. And like, I don't know. I was invited. I went, me and some food bloggers and journalists from all over the world and journalists from all over New York, we all went on this- um, Jewish Media Summit. It was unreal. One of the things was to go to the Knesset. It's kind of like winding down our tour. They're like, we weren't sure if Bibi could meet with us, but we met with Michael Oren and we met with a, Other lot, a lot of politicians. <laughs> um, and then we we had uh, tours of Yerushalayim and people got to choose different tracks that they wanted. It was incredible. We get to, we're wrapping up the Knesset. We're like, Bibi can meet with you. Quick, 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 quick. They take our whole group into like a meeting room or press room. I don't know. Something, yeah. But as we walk into the, so go back a half an hour, we walk into the Knesset and the whole place smells like schnitzel. Okay, it all comes back to food. And everyone's like, all the other journalists, like, foodie bloggers, come over here. We want to talk to you. Why does the Knesset smell like schnitzel? We're like, we bet you there's a cafeteria here. I'm telling you the entire Knesset, all I remember, I mean, besides meeting Bibi, who's, I'm going to just say, I think he's amazing. <laughs> Politics is like, he's a very dynamic speaker. If we he's look, quite the statesman. He's quite the stakes, and he lights up a room, whether you're pro-politics or not. I, I'm leaving that aside. He lights up the room. Yeah. I was in a room with him, and he just illuminates the room. Um, but we're like, schnitzel everywhere. All over, and we found the, the lunch room with it, or frying schnitzel fresh did, for did the it Israeli politicians. Did it taste as good as it smells? Yeah, we didn't get a chance to try it. They're like, we still soft dogs. We ended up getting some falafel, some hole in the wall. But Those was AIDS. It? They that know what they're doing. 
that was that was amazing. That those that schnitzel, like you know, they say when you want to sell a house, you put cookies in the oven to bake. <laughs> when you want to get the politicians going, you fry schnitzel in the Knesset. Israeli <laughs> politics is just a different animal. Yeah, it was unreal. And the animal is chicken. Yeah, fr- fried, <laughs> fried, fried chicken doesn't get better than that. So Bibi's not coming, unfortunately. He sends his regrets. But uh, oh. It's, you told me a crazy story. I'm telling you a crazy story. Okay. Sivan Rahav Meir is here for the year with her husband, yeah. Ashley Chim, uh, World Mizrahi. One of her very first appearances and her early appearances will be a tour in New York. And I got an email early this week that okay. Sivan has been recalled to Israel to report on the elections. And I freaked out. She's a, she's an important journalist. So they she had to go back to Israel. I was like, oh, my God, does that mean she's not showing up Sunday? Nope. She is coming back. The in time Shabbos, the to Shabbos make sure flight. to be there for tour in New York. <laughs> no delays on. No, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll get there. Hopefully, their you uh, know, the private jets, it, their jets won't get hit by a car like my my train did. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 crazy, crazy. Um, we have uh, now I pulled open Liska. Okay, <laughs> Rabbi very, Finer. Oh, uh, Rabbi Finer, which you know, his first cousins with Rebbe's in Tarragon. She, he is not. They are siblings. siblings. Oh, you're yes. right. I'm still. I'm. They're first, both of them are siblings, and they're first cousins with our foodie friend, Melinda Strauss. Wow. Yeah, so I was tying that all in. Power, powerhouse family. Those two with, with foodie blogger and uh, Kavana. Now she's Kavana. She's running Kavana Conference about having Kavana and believing in yourself. And she, that first cousins with uh, Rabbi Tarragon. Yeah, I didn't Rabbi realize. I, we did this uh, family reunion without realizing. Yeah. I only learned afterwards. Yeah. When, yeah. Um, I think I was speaking with Rabbi Feiner. Like, oh, yeah, I heard you're having my sister. My mother told me. I was like, Yeah, crazy, amazing. right? What a smart family. Aida <laughs> Shamama. Shout, shout out to the Feiners and the Russacks. So, Rabbi Feiner will be there, Rabbi David Foreman. A uh, good friend of mine. Well, I've known him for 35 years. He came to Australia on Counterpoint when I was a kid in high school. That's so funny. I don't know if you know what, do you know what Counterpoint is? I do. It's a, it's a Kirill program that comes from America and Israel to Australia Why you to know? engage in the school. Wasn't, yeah. It was a YU program. It is a YU program. Melbourne gets um, YU and Sydney gets from Israel. Oh, interesting. So he was on a program. Yeah, he's amazing. What a brilliant speaker. Very, yes. very, very dynamic. Very, and very dynamic. He's got a great voice for radio. Got yeah, that, he does. He does. Got that podcast. Got Olive Beta. Actually, people who we we uh, set up a deal with Olive Beta. That anyone who signs up for tour in New York gets a three month subscription to Olive Beta for free. Okay, good. Not cool? Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, we're great friends. <laughs> His wife is one of my closest friends. Hopefully she'll be there. Ho- hopefully. Rena. I hope to see you there. Okay. Um, more speakers. We have Rabbi Joey Haber. Uh, out of Brooklyn, we have Rabbi Avram Kahan. He's a uh, young Av Bastin. I uh, was going to give a really incredible sheer. Rabbi Levi Langer is a Rosh Kolel from Pittsburgh. Um, Rabbi Judah Michelle. Oh, sure. Camp Ask. Camp Ask. Woohoo, Camp Ask. I'm running the Jerusalem Marathon for Camp Ask. Look at that. Yeah. Everything. You can sponsor me. <laughs> I want to drop a link there? Yeah. <laughs> and we'll do it in the... It's in the on my Instagram. Rabbi Jakob Neuberger from my uh, my corner of town. From Wait. Bergenfield. Bergenfield. Why Rosh Hashiva. C.B. Neugershal. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. Yes. She is. She's terrific. Um, I mentioned Rav Yosef Svirimon, Rabbi Shal Robinson from this fine city, the rabbi of Lincoln Square Synagogue. Oh, okay. Not. And also from the Commonwealth. Oh, he's British? He's British. There you go. Yes, well, yes. The... I thought you all know each other. No, no, no. <laughs> right? I just met Nick and he's from Ireland. We'll talk about that. That's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to chat. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Ms. Madar Rosenzweig will be presenting okay. Rabbi Jonas and Sachs. Um, I'm skipping names of people who are associated with the programs. I'd love to tell you about Rabbi J.J. Schachter, Mrs. Dina Schoonmaker, Shira Smiles. Guys, we've got a huge lineup. We have one very important question, okay? Remember, this is a food show. What food's going to be served there? Um, <laughs> there is. There will be concession stands. Oh, and concessions. We're have, yeah. Do we know which concession stands that we can give them a shout out? Uh, we don't know yet. Is it the ones at City Field? Like Yes. So, like, hot dogs? I mean, there's going to be a lot more food than hot dogs. There's going to be, I'm just, I did not prep this part of the interview. Okay, I just thought, well, <laughs> I that's what happens. I can pull up in a contract. You know, I, thought, I, thought of it, I thought of it now, like, we could have talked about the food part, because, you know. No, the food's delicious. Okay. We were down there, we're, we're, using, uh, we're using City Fields Kosher Caterer. Oh, okay, so good, the yeah, City yeah. Fields Kosher Caterer. So those of you who have been, I love baseball. So yes. I, I haven't, I've gone Do to you? quite a few games. Yeah, isn't that funny? I learned it when yeah, I came to this country. Yeah. Okay. 
I've, I've I've been to a World Series game. Yeah, I know. Fancy Pre- stuff. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did a really good one. The Diamondbacks played the Yankees in what year? And the the the, the two thousand and one. Yeah, 2001, the Diamondbacks versus the Yankees. The Yankees won in the 11th hour, in the 11th inning. Yes. Derek Jeter played, got up to bat at midnight. They called him Mr. November. I was I raised can, by can, an Israeli and a Russian. I, I was out, left out of this. I can out-baseball a lot of people. I, I, wait, isn't, just to let you know, Miriam Wallach, our general manager, is a big baseball fan. So a lot of stuff from, she has a lot of baseball references in her show too. I am the foreigner in this conversation. Yeah, somehow I don't think so. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, thank you so much for joining us uh, in the thank studio. You Any, so much anything for else? Me. How do we register? And then before we move on, you just head over to torahny.org. T o r a h n y. dot org. Um, and, I have to do it too. Uh, no, you don't. I got you taken care of. Oh, you know okay. somebody. Okay. You have right. a guy. We we got. Th- I need three. Yeah. Me, my husband, and my daughter. I I think I texted you. Okay, great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but for the rest of y'all, unless you uh, unless you're also on WhatsApp with me, then please head over to torandwine.org. Please register now. We increased capacity uh, since last year. There was so much demand, and now with the uh, with Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippurim around the corner, there's a big interest in channeling our prep into something physical you could take away. If you hate the Yemen Rhyme, there's still plenty of Shurim. They're not about Yemen Rhyme. There'll be plenty of Shurim about uh, the Machzor and about uh, Chuva and and many things. And there will be terrific food. And there's a there's programming for everybody. There's programming for children and for through the age of 12 and for high schoolers. Um, that's also all new this year. And there's a family discount as well. There's a family discount. Bring that's the kids. right. Bring the kids. Leora's coming. Bring the kids. My wife even told me today that she's bringing the kids. So she's sold. Okay. So that's it's, a big deal. A gra- How many people are we expecting? Um, 2,500. Okay. T- 2,500 people are coming to learn Torah together. That's a beautiful thing, Erev yes. of okay. If we can get 100 of your listeners to come, we'll get to 2,600. And then we got some Kamatris going on. Okay, I love that. Okay. And, and do we have extra security we need to worry about? Lo- um, we are in full communication with all the uh, law enforcement agencies. And, okay, so yeah, that, that comes my way. Like people will ask me questions sure. for sure. So. Very important to me, very important to the Orthodox Union. Okay, amazing. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. You Such guys are going to switch these. We are playing musical chairs here. I put everybody here in the hot seat. Literally hot seat because you have something very exciting to share with us. I have Nick Crum with us, all the way from Great Neck, New, Jer- New-, New York. Gre- Great Neck, New York. I've got New Jersey on the brain from him. Okay, bye guys. Yes, ride share. I can coordinate. You guys will go back to work together. Back eleven, okay. eleven Broadway. Okay. okay, bye guys. Thank you so much. Um, Shach, I'm going to need one of those knapsacks. Just steal one out of the, the closet. No, 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 no. You take that. I'll get a birthright one. <laughs> My own. Okay. All right. Hi, Nick. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Okay. We have to talk in our thickest native accents because I'm Australian and Nick is an Irish Jew. From Dublin. From Dublin. Now, there are not too many Irish Jews living in New York, right? Correct. Um, And we met about a month ago. Right. Not even. I'm at a friend's house. Um, Do you want to tell the story? Should I tell the story? Oh, you go ahead first, and uh, then I'll join in uh, after. I'll I'll start. So I go to my friend's house for Shabbos in Great Neck, and I see this piece of furniture that's got food in it, like hot food. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to give you an example. We, we couldn't actually bring the piece of furniture up because it's a little heavy. It's a little heavy, and there's a big flight up. This. Can you guys see if you're watching on our YouTube channel? I'll also post later, um, and I'll be able to see on that. The website but um and she's like oh my god you've never seen this before i'm like no they're like it's a, like a blech it's like a food warmer i'm like what she's like yeah i've had it for 20 years i'm like i'm in the food business a long time and catering and i go away a lot i've never seen it anywhere she goes i'm gonna put you in touch with the people after shabbos that they're, they're like they, they live they're my neighbors they're my friends they gave it to me as a wedding present they'll come over much of shabbos comes around and we meet uh, the crumbs. So um, I'm just looking at this picture. It's amazing how, look at this. All right, take it from, now we're going to switch to you. You're from Dublin. How long have you been in the United States? 
So I came to the States in about 1994. I got a green card in the lottery. They uh, hand out... Were you single? Were you single? Yes, I was single. Um, I was actually studying uh, at university, doing a PhD program, and the U.S. government hands out visas um, to certain countries um, to allow people to come and work in the U.S., and at that time, it was called the Morrison Program. I applied, and on the third year of application, my uh, number came up. So technically, I won the lottery, and <laughs> I, I had 120 days to enter the U.S. I turned my PhD into a master's, and I arrived shiny and off the boat in New York City, I had a job lined up in Midtown, and I uh, was ready to take on the world. And you did it. And I did it. And um, I had been involved with the B'nai B'rith organization. I'd done some tours uh, to both the U.S. and to Israel. And through friends of friends, I was introduced to somebody else who had just moved to the city. And she said, come to the Sephardic Education Center, the SEC, for a lecture. And I said, the SEC? I'm, I'm Ashkenaz. I'm not going to a Sephardic thing. No, 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 no. Please come, please come, please come. And lo and behold, that's where I got introduced to a whole new world for me, the Sephardic uh, community of New York. And later on, I married the then president, uh, Vivian. And the rest of our love story is, uh, is a long one and a beautiful one. It's so nice. So-, so when we got married, I said, we need to get a hostess trolley. And she said, a what? Because we've never heard of this in the... At that time, no. At that time. It it really wasn't anywhere in the US at all, but it had been in the UK for probably 30 to 40 years. Um, This product was made for a secular market, originally by Philips Electronics, you know, those uh, stereos and and hi-fi systems. Uh, So Philips uh, made this product to keep food warm. It then got bought out by the current manufacturer, and it's been around for a very long time. So when we got married, I wanted to buy one, couldn't find it in the U.S. And so we uh, decided to go and find the license and become the distributor for the U.S. and Canada. And we got that all organized in 1998. And we've been bringing it in since. So the first thing that we decided was, look, my family has been using this for Shabbos forever. Um, it didn't have hashkacha or any type of uh, guidance, but we knew that it was good for Shabbos based on our own uh, comfort levels. But we decided that to make it work for the Jewish community here in the States, we should bring it to the OU and look for some type of higher level certification. Now, I think it's great. A lot of the ovens, GE has an OU. Right. Uh, I think the Star K in Baltimore also gives out hechshas on certain ovens. I'm just... Holding this up to our camera. Right. So, I mean, what's kind of interesting about many of the ovens with Shabbat mode is that they still are not 100% uh, halakhically kosher. If there's any possibility of those ovens warming up after the door is open to get back to the maintained temperature, then technically it's not 100% sure what's going on there. With our product, it literally, once you plug it in, it gets hot. If you open the doors, it doesn't get any hotter. It does not have a thermostat. It does not have a light switch. There's absolutely nothing to make this product get hotter or colder unless you unplug it. So we brought it to the OU and we had the schus of working with Rabbi Belsky, Oliver Shalom, and he looked and he examined and he took questions from everybody and unbelievably he was able to fight off all of the naysayers and he decided yes this is ideal for Shabbos um people sort of said to him but 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 rabbi you know it's hot and therefore look his answer was if you leave anything on a hot enough surface eventually it'll cook you break an egg on a hot sidewalk eventually it'll cook but you're not going to eat that egg. It's not going to be edible and it's not going to be healthy. So we um, we were able to really feel comfortable that our product was kosher for use on Shabbos and Yontif. Um, it is not hot enough to cook. So people ask us, can you leave Chaland in overnight to cook? And really the answer is no. I, I asked that question. I wanted to know if I could put my yapstick, my overnight potato kugel in there. 
And he's like, nah. Yeah. You can leave it in there once it's cooked to stay warm overnight, no problem. You can leave a potato kugel in overnight. You can leave, you can take a potato kugel from the fridge on Shabbos morning and push it in to warm through, assuming that there's nothing liquid or otherwise. That's where I was going to go with that, guys. It's still, you, it's still not saying you can use it. It still can't have liquid. Ashkenazim hold you cannot heat liquid on Shabbat. Right, so the I think, OU... I think Sephardim have a different thing. They do, they, they do. So there's a whole set of guidelines um, from the OU, and I certainly don't get into halacha, and, and often I'm asked, you know, is this kosher for this reason or that reason? And I refer people back to the OU letter because it's way beyond my purview to be starting to give halachic advice. And um, all I can tell you is that we have many rebbeim who use our product, own our product, endorse our product, and uh, are very happy with this way of keeping their food hot on Shabbos and Yontav. And I should also tell you, and this is one of the hard things for us to figure out from an advertising point of view, our product has been safety tested for being plugged in for three days straight. Which is amazing because we have three-day Yontavs all the time. All the time. Happens to be not this year, but Pesach, guys, watch out, Pesach. Two years, the next two years, Pesach will be three days. Three-day Yontav. So what I like about our product is that from a safety point of view, this is far safer than any type of blech or plaza or anything else that you may have. And when you hear and see about the horrific fires that happen within our communities, it is heartbreaking to think that a small error could cause such tragedy and potentially loss of life. Our product is safety tested. Um, if a shelf was to burn out, the worst that happens is the shelf stops working. There is no fires. There's no tragedy. And I can't advertise on that, but it is something that is so important to us as we talk about our product from a safety point of view to keep families safe. Right. I mean, you have a family yourself. You want to keep them safe. You use this product. Yeah. And many times I get asked, um, oh, I have young children, so do I need a special uh, safety child lock or a door lock or otherwise? And the answer really is no. This product gets hot for warming purposes only. Right. So if a child was to put their hand on a shelf, they're going to go, ow, hot, but they're not going to hospital with a blister. And I will tell you that it's not advisable to leave Barbie dolls inside your trolley because, (laughs) and I know this from first-hand experience, when my daughter was young, she thought it was a great place to store her Barbie doll. We plugged it in. We didn't know. All that happened was it slowly melted. The makeup didn't look so good anymore, but there was no fire. She aged aged fast. She aged very fast. (laughs) But from a safety point of view... The kids are fine. I knew when I first met Nick that he was going to be a great guest on Table for Two because he's such a great... Right, ZK is cracking up. Great, great entertainer. He's, he's amazing. It's, you know, it's it's always fascinating. And, and I get this, you know, because being an Aussie, um, I'd love to know if the Americans, listeners, do you hear a difference in our accents? ZK, do you hear a difference? A little bit. Guys, email me, Naomi at AchimSiegel.com. Do you have a difference in our accent? Because I get asked, am I Australian all the time? Also, do I get asked if I'm uh, South African? Or British? Well, British, yes, of course. But Yeah, when I'm in Israel, no one will ever say to me, oh, you sound American. Now go, are you English or Australian? But I'm like, hello, I live in America for 30 years. But you still sound Australian. uh, Do I still sound Australian? Uh, Very much so. Oh, yay. I work... Well, I can't say I work hard on that. But I always joke around. That's how I got my job because I sounded Australian. <laughs> so Nachum and Miriam invited me to do the show. Different accent. Um, you know, it, when we met, it was, you know, we, we spoke about the, the – it's called Vicron, which is um, – An acronym of my uh, wife's name, name. Vivian, Vivian Cron. Cron. V-I-K-R-O-N. But it's not Vicron. It's Vi – not – what did I call it's it It's Vicron. You called it Vicron. 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 I called it Vicron, but it's Vicron. Yeah. Um, they they kind of rebranded the name for themselves. For right, the, for and the we thing. changed the name from, you know, in the UK it's called Hostess Trolley. We sort of felt Hostess was sort of an antiquated name for yes, yes. America and it wouldn't really work, so we called it a buffet cart. A buffet. And it seemed to resonate better with the, the US market, so it's now called the Vicron Buffet Cart. You know, people were seeing this on my Instagram yesterday when you came over and you, you bought me mine um, to the house. People were, my Instagram was on fire. People had a million questions. They were asking questions about it or they had it or their grandmother had it in England or South Africa. Um, and there were, there's been a lot of curiosity. We are going to put up a link. Um, I'm going to put it up. Um, we, we give it to you now or I'm going to also put it up on my Instagram and on my Facebook and stuff. And we're going to do a Naomi Nachman special price and we're going to leave that up all year. 
and uh, you're going to get some nice discount if you uh, follow the hot link from Naomi's uh, Literally Instagram Literally hot. Plate. That's why I was saying it was, you know, the hot seat because we're talking about a exactly. hot item. Exactly. Um, physically hot and hot amazing. Um, so I was able to put in yesterday, I made dinner, I tested it out, I put a ton of things in there, I put in the french fries. Great. You think french fries would go soggy? No. They do not go soggy. And the pitta with the meat inside like we had with Naf last week, delicious, amazing. I tapped on the bread and it was yeah. still crispy. If yeah. you saw my Instagram, you saw me do that. I loaded it up and I can't wait to load it up for Yontif. It also comes, I'm just going to show for those who are watching, it comes with three glass um, Pyrex dishes that have got like a, a spot for it. It's got mm -hmm. like a groove for these dishes mm -hmm. and you put it in on top um, and it heats up nicely. This is, and I thought when, when we met, and I'm like, this is so perfect for Yontif. I want you in the before Yontif because I think people really need to be able to order this uh, Shabbos Yontif sukkah's coming up. Yeah, you absolutely. can't put it in your sukkah, you told me. I, I would rather that it wasn't left outside. I mean, can it be wheeled out to the sukkah during Cholomoed? Yeah, of course. But to leave it out for two or three days with mm. potentially rain and dew, not so ideal. So, but it, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're schlepping up and down. Like my kitchen is up a flight of stairs where my sukkah is. I'm yeah. going to bring mine to the den and I'm going to leave it plugged in the den and just go from the we den do to the, the sukkah. Yeah, we do It is absolutely like a, a fantastic item to have. Um, it looks like a piece of furniture so it can match your house. Yeah. So you don't realize that. ZK's like looking at it. ZK, do you need one of these? So it comes, it comes in four different colors at the wood effect uh, carts. And then we have a higher level line, which are the real wood units. Uh, much more expensive, but looks like a piece of furniture. Functionally the same, size-wise inside exactly the same. But they look like a finished piece of furniture. Oh, which is these. There you go. A little <coughs> fancier. Um, and uh, by the way, if I'm going back to the pictures, it, the, the top slide open. Yeah. So you can um, open it and close it. It's very neat looking. My husband likes things neat, and this is very, very, very neat. Um, and you can, are you were just saying that your mum puts her dishes inside yeah. so the dishes should be warm? So look. The idea is that these uh, units are designed for tableware, so you don't just have to use your pots, pans, and aluminum, although, of course, that's fine. But this is designed for china and Pyrex and glass. In fact, anything that doesn't melt is absolutely fine to go into this. We've often done takeouts and taken the plastic, put it on a dinner plate, and put it inside the unit ah. just just until you're ready. Oh, that's very But, um, you know, my mother puts her, her table plates into the unit in a stack, and therefore she's taking hot hot food, onto hot plates, onto the table. My wife doesn't do that. We do uh, family style. Family style. So, it's very European yeah, to do it like your mum. Like my mother. Can um, we can we just talk a little bit, because I know everyone's going to ask, what was it like growing up in Ireland as, mm. a, as a Jew? So growing up in Ireland, for me, it was normal uh, living. We didn't realize the rest of the world may not be like that. Um, the community when I was very young was probably about 5,000 strong. Jews have been in Ireland since the 1500s. My people came in the 1750s in one side and the 1890s the, on the other. From Europe? No. Well, uh, sort of. Um, so on my mother's father's side, we're Persian. Who knew? Um, I have an ancestor that... And he lives in Great Neck. And I live in Great Neck. So... Um, my mother's father's side, um, David Shojan made a trek from Iran. From His name is Shojan. That's Shushan, Hamadan, Purim story yeah. to Amsterdam. And he brought his wife Bila and children. And then they moved outside Amsterdam to a small town called Zwelia. And they lived there. And then his grandson became a merchant. And he traveled to Ireland in the 1750s and met Jewish community and stayed. My it's mother's amazing. mother's family, Lithuania, and he's got one of those tremendous stories where his father was taken away by his by the Cossacks, his mother remarried, that man was arrested, and um, he walked uh, from a small town all the way across Europe, about 1,200 kilometers, took a boat from Hamburg to England, probably on his way to Ellis Island, but Ellis Island sounds very similar to Ireland. And he arrived in Dublin, not knowing any English. He had Jew, synagogue, and rabbi. He found his way to the community. And um, he said he'd like to be a chazan. And they looked at him and said, every boy from the Haim wants to be a chazan. He got taken in by a family. Many years later, he married their eldest daughter, Leah. 
and they went on to have 11 children, adopted a niece, so there was 12 of them. My grandmother was number nine, and they were a from family, so lunch was two sittings every day, and uh, the family came home and ate in shifts. And um, my great-grandfather, God bless him, he, he came with nothing, and he became a very prominent um, businessman. He owned theatres and, and cinemas. His, uh, his, one of his sons, Louis Elliman, um, became an empresario in the theatre world and he travelled out to Hollywood and in fact I'm working with one of my mom's cousins to put up a website at the moment called Louis Elliman and it's about his life as an empresario with Judy Garland and Jimmy Cagney and Jimmy Stewart and when they were all kids travelling to Ireland and joining on, on stage and uh, that's, that's going up as a history uh, Did I tell you he was going to be a great guest? Fascinating. We need another hour. We need you back here. Well, we can arrange it. We can arrange it. Okay. Guys, Vicron, you need this in your house. I don't, I, you see, I, I'm always talking about with great passion, everyone, with about all my guests. I love everything. This is a necessity. This is, it's, you don't understand. ZK is like grinning from ear to ear. He sees and he's seen everyone. We are so impressed. We're even over our hour. <laughs> we are just so impressed by by the Vicron and and having you as a guest. That was incredible. Uh, what's the link one more time before we sign off? So you're going to go to uh, Vicron.com, V-I-K-R-O-N.com, slash Naomi hyphen Nachman, and that's your landing page. And uh, we've got the, the special pricing right there for Naomi. Okay, amazing. All right, guys, this is an incredible show. Thank you. One hour just went by <laughs> so fast. Okay, we have an incredible show coming up next week. Um, thank you so much for listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachum on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kenham right up until Lech Benching. Wishing everybody a Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>